Welcome to the Inclusive Leadership in a Virtual World podcast. Each week, we invite a different world-class inclusive leader to facilitate a session for our weekly virtual gathering. The facilitators are given 10 to 12 minutes to share their unique approach toward inclusive leadership. Enjoy this featured inclusive leader and join us on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. As I just mentioned, I get to work with all the facilitators. It is a huge perk of my volunteer job. And I get to meet so many people and explore their superpowers. And Sib Law, who is with us today, flying in from Connecticut, besides having superpower wings, he is a negotiator. And we negotiate deals all the time. How many of us have two-year-old toddlers? We start negotiating early. In fact, he has created, he has met, um, supported more than 15,000 negotiators throughout his career. And we have the pleasure and honor of having this master deal crafter share his knowledge and hopefully make us better deal makers and become win winners. Sip. Thank you so much, Susan and Matt and the entire exec committee. Uh, just want to say thank you. We're going to dive in deep. And what I'm going to recommend that you do, uh, you can leave it in gallery mode. I'm not sure who did that because I want to do something a little bit different. Um, you, you probably want to see other people while we're going through this. But if you want to see something, I'm going to put up, we're going to dive into a, an icebreaker in just a moment. And if you go, the way to do this is to go to my window. And on my window, there are three dots. And on those three dots, you can go down, you can click and go down and hit pin and it'll pin it only for you. And this is going to be important because um, playing off of the opening song, Greenback Boogie, uh, most people associate negotiation with money and we're going to take the opportunity to auction off $100. Now to do this, you're going to put your bids in the chat window and I'm going to give you some rules. So this might be the time when you want to um, pin my window for yourself. And I'm going to put the rules up. When I do, I'll give you 30 seconds to read them. So I'm going to start my timer now. Okay, and that is 30 seconds. So the opening, we're gonna be auctioning off this $100. So the opening bid, the minimum we can go is $40. We do it in increments of 10. Who give me $40 for this $100? Just type it right in the chat window. I've got Steve in it for 40 bucks, 40. Who's gonna beat that 40 bucks? Who's gonna get, oh, 50, Nicole's in for, now you gotta go by increments of 10. Edwin's in for 60, $60 for $100. Who's gonna give me more? Slex, Lex is giving me 70, Barbara's, Michelle Baker is in for 80, 80, 80 for a hundred dollars. Who's going to take that money? Lex is back in for 90. Who's going to go higher? Who's going to go to hundred? Who's going to give me a hundred dollars for this hundred dollars? Barbara Ann, Ashok. Okay. Who's going to give me, who's going to beat this? Who's going to pay me more than a hundred dollars for a hundred dollars? Wait a minute. Hold on a sec. Um, let's see. Someone's, we got, I got two bidders at a hundred and then I've got another one at 90. I got 95 too. Maybe we should go back and look at these rules again. 
see the anyone see that third roll? The second bidder also pays their price. All right. So, Barbara, who's going to give me uh, more than a hundred dollars for that hundred dollars? Who's going to give me more than a hundred dollars for that hundred dollars? The second bidder was yeah. Sagel. Sagel, who's hundred? No, no, yeah, no. I'm up to 190, but who's going to pay me more than 100 for? Barbara, and sorry, second highest. Oh, the second highest bidder. Yeah. Okay, that would be Jocelyn. Second highest bidder also pays their bid price. Jocelyn, you want to go up and see, see so you can get that hundred dollars. You want to go up? You want to go up? Uh, <laughs> folks, this this gets to one of the main reasons why we negotiate. Why do people bid? And why would you why would you put your name up there and be second in line when you're not gonna you're gonna pay the money and not get a thing? Because humans are irrational and we do things that are not necessarily in our best interest. The same is true in negotiation. And so what we're going to do is we're going to spend a little time today. We're going to talk about the five things that make you money in negotiation. So the very first thing that we're going to talk about are openings. I got a question for you. You can put your response in the chat window. How do you feel when the other party rejects your opening proposal? How do you feel when the other party rejects your open, defeated? I see defeated, rejected, sad, dejected, rejected, curious. That's an interesting one, Barbara Ann. Uh, challenged, disappointed. Okay, let me ask another question. How do you feel if they accept your first proposal? Like it was too low, suckered? Could have gone higher. I left something on the table. That's a, that's exactly right. And I, I'm here to tell you the, these five things. If I could tell you everything there is to know about negotiation, and you only remember these five things, these are the five things that will change the outcomes of all of your deals. So openings. Let me look at openings for just a moment. So think about openings. I want to talk about the zone of possible agreement. So when you think about it, a buyer and a seller. On one end, you have the buyer. On the other end, you have the seller. Now, you've got the buyer's maximum. That's as far as they can go. And on the other side, you've got the seller's minimum. That's as low as they can go. And in between those two points is the zone of possible agreement. Now, this model was designed by William Urey and William Fisher in the 1981 book, Getting to Yes. Can we go back to gallery view and let people pin pin me themselves if they want? I like seeing everybody. Thank you. Um, so remember, if you want to see this up close, go to my window, three dots, and then go down and hit pin, and it'll pin it just for you. I, I like seeing you guys. Anyhow, this the book that this is in is Getting to Yes. It's one of the most seminal books in negotiation. It covers lots of stuff, but it also talks about the zone of possible agreement. But here's the thing about openings. You want to open outside of where you think they can go. Now, why would you want to do this? Because it gives you room to move. When they reject your opening proposal, you've got room to move and you can end up just inside their max or their min, depending on which side of the deal you're working on. I'm here to tell you that if this is the only thing you do in negotiation, this will have a massive impact on your outcomes. 
Well, that's openings. But the next thing I want you to pay attention to are audibles. Has anyone here ever heard someone you know, make a statement, but because they changed the inflection of their voice at the end, it kind of sounds like a question? Get some nods? Yeah. Now, can you imagine someone doing that, giving a proposal in a negotiation? I'm here to tell you there are a whole plethora of audibles, nonverbal audibles that people do in negotiation. So changing the tone, they can sound hesitant. Sometimes they use words like actually, really, probably, maybe phrases like looking for, hoping to get. One of my favorites, people say, well, to be honest, and then what happens that follows? It's just not. Folks, these things you want to pay attention to in your proposals. Don't have these audibles present in your proposals, but also pay attention to theirs. Are they sending a signal to you that maybe they have some uncertainty? that they're uncomfortable, that their number is movable. Sometimes you can hear this just by the tone of their voice or the words they include in the proposal. Well, that's audibles. How about nonverbals? So you, in, in the chat window, type in what kinds of nonverbals do you see people give when they're feeling uncomfortable? People moving around, rolling eyes, looking away, scratching. Yeah, Bill Clinton was famous for this one. Crossing hands, frown. I've seen uh, people start sweating when they get really nervous, they start sweating. My favorite, you can see it really well when you're on online negotiating with someone and they start pivoting in their chair back and forth. They're getting uncomfortable. Uh, in person, it's not uncommon to see someone start clicking their pen. Folks, it's not just, just because someone clicks their pen or rubs their nose or twists in their chair doesn't mean they're lying or that their number is movable. But when you start seeing groupings of these behaviors and you start seeing, oh, they just rub their nose at the same time they said, well, actually we're hoping for, that might give you an indication their number is movable. So, so far that gets us to openings, audibles, nonverbals, and the next one is defenses. I'm going to give you two proposals, option A and option B. And just go ahead and type into the chat window, which one sounds firm to you? Okay, here's option A. Our price is $35,673. Option A again, our price is $35,673. Now here's option B. Our price is $35,673 because we need to pull some extra resource. We're going to have to give you exclusivity in the digital world and uh, you know, you're going to get a lot of value. Okay. So which one, A or B? Yeah. A. It's all the because, because, because you remember Shakespeare's line, thou doth protest too much. That's exactly it. If you feel the need to defend your position, guess what? You're back at the beginning of the sale. I'm not saying you never have to educate your uh, clients or your customer. Sometimes you might need to do that. But by the time you're getting in and negotiating over the price, they've already decided. At this point, state your price firmly, concisely, and then zip it. Okay, the final one, immediate responses. 
I can't tell you how many times I've been in a negotiation and someone delivers a proposal and they go, the price is 10,000. And you know, the buyer sits there and just goes like this, fully knowing they can't pay more than 8,000. And I'll ask them later, I'll say, why were you nodding your head? Now in the chat window, what, what message does it send when they, when they say 10,000 and you go like this? that you accept it, that you like, and you're agreeing with it. Right. A real simple immediate response could be, <laughs> it's, it's really simple, but instead of like, they would tell me, well, I'm trying to let them know that I heard them, that I understood them, but that's not the message that's being sent. We want to be really clear that our immediate response says that we want them to do something better. Now, here's the thing. Anytime they give you a proposal, you have my permission to reject it. Now you might end up accepting that proposal, but you can plan to reject every proposal. And that doesn't have to be like, you don't have to be mean about it, but you could do like an immediate flinch or a cringe. So, and you can plan for that. So they deliver the proposal, it's 10,000. You go, ooh, ooh. Now let's, because you planned it and you delivered it, what happens if you like that number? You might go, ooh. That's going to be tough. And then reach your hand across the table and shake their hand. But what you've done is you've delivered a little bit of satisfaction at every step of the way. There's a phrase out there, always let them see you bleed. So folks, these are the five things that make you money in negotiation. If these are the only five things you remember, it will have a massive uh, impact on the outcomes of your deals. And a simple way to remember it is to uh, look at the first letter of each word. Uh, it spells adorn. And it's so important, we put it in our logo. So we are about to go to the breakthrough rooms. And here's the question. Which of these five things is going to be easiest or hardest for you to apply? You've just been given a taste of the inclusive leadership in a virtual world weekly gathering. If you would like to join us for an upcoming ILVW session, look for the registration URL in the comments. Register once and join us whenever your schedule permits.